Hello, my Pilates lovers. Thank you for tuning in to All Things Pilates. I'm your host, Darian Gold. Each episode, you'll get to hear a new guest share his or her knowledge, insights, and experiences. Together, we explore the ongoing evolution of the Pilates method, as well as its connection to other modalities, such as gyrotonic, yoga, podiatry, and chiropractic. I now present to you the many aspects of this beautiful, complex, and life-affirming discipline. I'd like to introduce you to a topic that hasn't been discussed on this show before, and it's a discipline called gyrotonic, which was created in the 1970s by Julio Horvath, a Hungarian dancer. Julio first developed a series of mat exercises he called gyrokinesis, which combined yoga and dance techniques. Like Joseph Pilates, who began with a mat repertoire and then went on to invent apparatus, Julio invented his own equipment. The main piece is called the pulley tower combination unit. But unlike Pilates apparatus, parts of this equipment allow for rotational and spiraling motion intended to decompress the spine and encourage a greater range of movement. But is there a connection between Pilates exercises and gyrotonic exercises? And if so, what is it? My guest today, Sonia Lopez, will answer these questions and explain why she feels Pilates and gyrotonic marry beautifully and offers both disciplines at her studio Body Evolutions Fitness Movement Center in Campbell, California. Sonia's attraction to total health and fitness began as a young competitive Latin ballroom dancer searching for classes to help her stay in condition and found what she was looking for in Long Beach, California. This facility, Long Beach Dance Conditioning Center, is where she first was introduced to Pilates and later gyrotonic. Sonia is a firm believer that movement is essential for health and happiness. To paraphrase what she said, When we're stuck in our bodies through stiffness, misalignment, or injury, our physical, mental, and emotional capacities are restricted. But once we unlock our bodies, we can also unlock hope and possibility. Calling in from Campbell is Sonia Lopez, who will explain the connection between Pilates and gyrotonic. Hello, Sonia. Hi, Darian. Welcome. How are you? I'm, I'm fantastic. Welcome to All Things Pilates. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. You have quite a number of fans out there. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Based on some of the responses that I had on my social media. So people love you, Sonia. Thank you so much. In the opening, I gave just a brief description of what gyrotonic is. Will you please explain in more detail? Sure. So gyrotonic is um, a dynamic exercise system. It's also a three-dimensional system of exercises, and they stimulate the body. They emphasize articulation of the joints and strengthening of the surrounding ligaments in a way that makes the connection between the bones much stronger. 
and uh, the exercises they're performed on various pieces of equipment. We primarily work on the gyrotonic pulley tower combination unit, and from there, depending on the studios, if they introduce them possibly to other pieces of specialized equipment, depending on the needs of the student. What was it about gyrotonic initially that attracted you? Oh, my first experience on gyrotonic, to be perfectly honest, I didn't even realize what that piece of equipment in the corner of the room was. And I asked, I said, when do I get to try that Pilates piece of equipment? And they described to me that it was something different called the gyrotonic expansion system. So I set up a private appointment, and when I experienced it, the freedom that I felt in my spine was unlike anything I'd ever experienced. It felt like getting a massage from the inside out, and uh, yeah, I was hooked immediately. But quite different from Pilates? Yes, different in the sense that the movement is circular, so you actually are going to be working the body in undulating motions. You have arching and curling and spiraling and circular motions. It's not quite accessible in Pilates, where we tend to work more in one plane at a time when we're doing Pilates. In gyrotonic, the movement is dynamic. You could be working you're working flexion, extension, and rotational movements and circular movements all at one time. So it, it definitely is a different experience for the body. Can you share with our listeners what it actually looks like? The gyrotonic tower? The first one that you were introduced to, and it's the main piece of equipment, correct? Sure, yes, yes. The gyrotonic pulley tower combination unit is a combination of two pieces, two main components. It has a bench with a rotating handle unit. It has two handles that can be used right hand on one, left hand on the other, or you can have both hands on one in various combinations. And the second piece to that unit is the pulley tower, which has two individual pulley units, and it allows the limbs to work independently of each other. So unlike Pilates, where our straps are connected directly into the back of the reformer and they're fixed. And so when we pull on those in Pilates, the unit, regardless of whether you pull with one arm, with just one side, one leg, or if you're pulling with both, the unit is going to move regardless. In gyrotonic, you have the pulley towers. So I could be working one arm or one leg and not the other. So if I have a weak limb, a weak joint, and let's say a weak hip, and one leg will be moving a little bit faster than the other, I'm going to become very aware of how to try to bring them back into synchronicity, how to bring them back so that they're moving together. If you have a client that comes to you who does Mm -hmm. not present with a lot of coordination, I can imagine that it might make them a little crazy in their head trying to figure out all the different actions happening at once. You must have to start extremely simply, right, and basic. Oh, 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, the very first part of the session is the movements are taught on stools. So I will sit in front of my client and demonstrate the initial movement of the spine, the arching and the curling, and then they'll do it a few times. And then we do a little bit of a spiraling action. So that, And it also gives us the opportunity to see where their restrictions are. So if they're turning and I, I start to get a sense of like, oh, okay, they turn a little bit easier to the right than they do to the left. It's just something to kind of keep note of. We do some side bending and then we do some wave action. I like to look at it as being a little bit more playful movement because it is, it just, it just feels so nice. And then once they get that on the stool for a few minutes, then we'll take them onto the equipment. And we start simply just by having them move the handle units with their arms, just getting a sense of what their elbows and their wrists and their shoulders move like and just bringing that awareness back into the body. And we go back and forth between the right arm, the left arm, both arms. And then we start creating some circular movements, incorporating what we did on the stool. It's actually quite an organic way to learn. In a sense, it's kind of like when, you know, when children are, when they're toddlers and they're first uh, learning. Uh, I remember this with my kids. They used to, when we would walk towards the driveway, there were little steps that they would love to just step on and jump off. And it would make me a little bit nervous to see them do that. But they were already like exploring movement that later on was going to become something much bigger in their bodies, the jumping, the running. And it's kind of like that with gyrotonic. It's like little baby steps that turn into these larger, more refined movements. Julio invented other specialized equipment to further advance a student, right? Correct, yes. He created four other pieces which complement the gyrotonic uh, pulley tower. So basically what he was seeing is that if a person maybe had restrictions, I think it probably just gave him the idea to say, well, if I were to take the wheels and move them so that they're more upright, not down on a handle unit, but that, that and the person could sit up a little bit taller and have the handles above them, he started creating these other pieces just to just sort of using his imagination on the possibilities of movement. And those four pieces that came out of it was the, uh, first of all, the leg extension unit, and then he came up with the jumping sliding board. The third piece was the gyro toner, and the last piece that he created was the archway. Great names. <laughs> do you have all five at your studio? Unfortunately, I do not. I have the previous apparatus prior to the archway becoming what it is now. We have the ladder unit, and we're hoping to later on in this year add the gyro toner to our pieces of equipment. Did you ever get to work with Julio? Oh, yes. I was very fortunate. I got to work with him back in, I believe it was like 2000. I had moved up here in 1998, and I decided to redo my gyrotonic training in San Francisco, at San Francisco Gyrotonic. And at that time, Julio was coming west 
to handle the certifications. This is before he handed over the certification training to the master trainers. He was doing all the certifications at that time coming to the West Coast. So I got to work with him on several occasions, including getting certified through him back in 2000. He was back here for several years, I think until about, gosh, I think the last time I worked with him here in California was like 2005, 2006. What kind of feedback did you get from him as a student of his? Well, the training was primarily like in the group setting, but I'll tell you a story. I, I was doing my uh, my gyrotonic certification, and that was such a big deal for me to actually go through that process with him. So we did trainings with him prior to the actual certification, so he was with us for several days. And I remember when I was doing the actual testing, he asked, they asked for something. I can't remember exactly what it was. And I remember I blanked out. I got really nervous. And he was so nice. I remember he looked at me and he could tell that I just, I think I was kind of starstruck. And he just was super gentle. He just reframed it. And I was like, oh, okay. And then it just took all the nerves away. He is a very nice guy. Very, very nice guy. Super supportive of all his trainers. That's really nice to hear. He also created a mat repertoire called gyrokinesis. And I've always wondered, what are the main differences between it and the Pilates mat exercises? Oh, that's a great question. So the Pilates mat work, as it was originally designed, uh, is to be done on the high mat or the low mat, right, as opposed to the way we see it now where they're on the yoga mats in large settings. So if we were to just kind of take it in the context of it being on a high mat or a low mat, and then you have the the handles on the side, right, that's the Pilates. Now, gyrotonic is done sitting on a stool for the first, say, like uh, one-third of the actual class. So you're sitting on a stool, which makes it super accessible to anybody. So they don't have to get down on the floor if they have issues with their hips or knees or if they're older. And it, of course, it helps with the balance. So that first portion is done on the stool. And if you couldn't get onto the floor, then you're good doing it there. But beyond that, it does move onto the floor you will go into some kneeling work. You'll go into eventually end up on the back. But I think that one of the main differences, I was thinking about this last night, is that whereas Pilates in the very beginning, we have footwork and then we go into the hundred, right? So we have an abdominal exercise right at the very beginning. Julio's method, the gyrokinesis method, we don't incorporate the abdominal work until the very end of the workout. And that is both for his gyrokinesis as well as in the gyrotonic system where it's done towards the end. And the reason that he did it that way is that he didn't want people to get so involved in their abdominals and then get tight in the work. He wanted them to be more open and get their spines moving and get all of that yawning kind of feeling in the body prior to then doing the abdominal work because now you're totally open and at the very end then what he wants to do is reconnect you so that you're he grounds you with that 
abdominal work at the very end. So those are probably like the biggest differences. Where did he stand on the breath? What do you mean by that? Well, in the mat, the mat work, when we begin with 100, it mm-hmm. is to connect to the breath from the very first exercise. And it sounds like Julia wanted to bring movement into the spine first. Oh, yes. But the breath work is a huge component of gyrotonic. The breath work, we have different breaths as well. So it's Depending if the movement is going to be long and wide, as when we're doing the arch curls, the breath is going to be a little bit more calming and a little bit longer. And then when we have the slightly faster movement, the breath is going to be a little bit shorter and a little bit quicker. And then where we have the abdominal work, once again, the breath is going to change. It's going to become a little bit stronger, a little more intense. And it has a sort of squeezing quality. When Sometimes when people hear it, they get a little, their eyes sort of open up because it sounds a little bit between a cough and a squeeze, squeeze the breath out. So definitely the breath work is a huge component of gyrotonic and gyrokinesis from beginning to end. If you have a student who comes to you and you're not sure if you're going to give them Pilates or gyrotonic first, do you start with the breath and then that helps direct you as to which discipline you'll start with? No, actually, that's a really good question because um, people will ask me that, like, how do you choose? And I, I don't choose for the student. I honestly do not. If they come to me and they request Pilates, I'm going to teach them Pilates. And If their curiosity, like mine, was piqued and they say, well, what about that piece of equipment over there? Then I will discuss it with them. And I I do tell them about it. I do mention we teach these two systems. But if they say, we want to come in and we want to do Pilates, I'm going to give them that until they're ready. I always think that the student, at least in my studio, is going to sort of dictate their journey and that they feel comfortable with Pilates because that is probably what they've heard so much of. And as they start to observe people working on the gyrotonic equipment, if their curiosity is piqued enough and they mention it, then I will say, well, let's try a few movements and they'll let me know. Their bodies will let me know. That means that sometimes that you bring in both disciplines during one lesson. I would only do that if their curiosity was piqued and they wanted to, they expressed that interest in trying the system. I honestly prefer, I, maybe I'm a little bit old-fashioned this way, but I really respect both bodies of work for what they are, and I try to keep my students, if they come in for a Pilates session, then we're going to put on our Pilates hat. And if they're going to come in for a gyrotonic session, they're going to put on their gyrotonic hat. And I prefer to teach that way because it's a slightly different mindset, slightly different. I mean, in the end, What we want is a healthy body. We want a strong body. We want to have strong joints. We want to breathe better, move better, you know, not be in pain. And so both systems will eventually get you there. And I think that it's really important that the client be consistent and happy with the work that they're doing in their bodies. And if one body of work calls more to them 
And that's the one that they're going to keep doing because they feel it, they resonate with it, then that's what I want to do with them. It means that you want them in the process. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. They need to be all in. They need to be invested in their mindset that this body of work, whatever body of work that they are choosing to be in, that they're going to be there 100% because then it will work for them. They have to really believe in it and they do have to be in that process. Absolutely. Sonia, what about you and Pilates when you first discovered it at Long Beach Dance Conditioning Center? You've talked about gyrotonic, but did you have a, an aha moment with Pilates? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I was ballroom dancing at that time, and I had met a woman who told me about this Pilates thing. I didn't understand it. She was trying to describe this wooden machine and with springs and these exercises, so I had to go look for it. And back in those days, Darian, we had, well, the Internet, because that was back in 1995, so the Internet was still, like, fairly new, okay? I was using AOL, okay? And one page on AOL was filled with just, like, not even, it was probably three-quarters of the page. So it was actually even challenging to find a Pilates studio. And when I finally did, and I went in for my first session, and I remember I, had, I hadn't seen any pictures. I really did not know at all until I walked in the door. And I see these machines, and I see people standing on them. I see people laying on them. I see people on the Cadillac. I was already, from, for just watching them, I was so impressed. And then when I got on the machine, and they had me doing footwork, and they introduced the 100. I was feeling things in my body that I thought as a dancer, that I was already connected to my body, but Pilates really, really just blew me away because it got me more in touch with my body, and it was probably one of the greatest things I did for my dancing at that time. Your dancing changed? Oh, Absolutely absolutely changed. It really did because I could feel my body more. So I felt like I had more utilization of it because I could connect to things that I didn't really connect to before. I thought I was strong in my core. I wasn't. I didn't even understand what that was until I did Pilates. Okay, now here's the question. Sure. I'm putting you on the spot a little bit. (laughs) Which one do you prefer? Wow. Okay. That is a tough one. Okay. So I think my best answer is going to be that I prefer the one that I'm working on in that moment. So if I'm doing gyrotonic. (laughs) Oh, you should be a politician. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's honestly the truth, which is, which is why I teach both systems. So I did Pilates and I fell in love with it. I knew I wanted to be a teacher from the beginning, and I thought, let me be a student for a while first. But I already knew. From day one, I knew. And then when I did gyrotonic, I thought, wow, this is amazing. So when I opened up my studio at that point, I already had a reformer and a gyrotonic tower. I had invested in both for myself. So not even trying to be diplomatic. It's just really, they're both amazing systems. And Depending on which machine I'm on is the one that is going to be the one that I'm going to be in love with at that moment. 
And it doesn't mean that I love the other one any less. It just means that they're both amazing workouts. Do you have dancers that come to your studio? You know, we used to have a lot more dancers come to our studio initially because I was in that world so much. And our demographics have really changed because just like they do the work and then they tell their friends and then they, those people tell their friends and all of a sudden you get a group of people that just really resonate with your work. So not so much with dancers, but I actually work with a few Pilates instructors in gyrotonic. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Sharing the knowledge and expanding all of our consciousnesses. Right. It's amazing work. It's amazing work. Sonia, if someone wants to know more about coming to your studio and maybe gyrotonic, maybe Pilates, how do they get to you? Oh, sure. So you can reach me uh, via email at Sonia at Body Evolution with an S, fitness.com. You can also check out our website at bodyevolutionfitness.com. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Body Evolutions Fitness. Okay, I must come down to see you. You're by San Jose, correct? Yes, we're like right border San Jose. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much, Darian. I really, really appreciate this opportunity to share our, our work. Absolutely. And you come back anytime and we can further this discussion about the beautiful marriage of Pilates and Gyrotonic. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. That was super interesting. As a reminder, you know, I always post on my website, usually on Monday, in case you're unable to listen live on Sunday. Make sure you put that on the calendar. This week, I'd like you to give your nervous system some support by making sure you quiet your mind and focusing on deep and slow breaths. See how that works for you. And of course, please don't forget to lift your head, lift your spine, because they will lift your spirit. Have a fantastic week, everybody.